Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete, and I'll go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round Six. This podcast record date is Monday night, April 26th. Round Six takeaways. Inside 50s are declining as coaches start to block the corridor. The first three rounds... The average inside 50s were at the highest, and in the last three rounds, that has been the lowest for the 2021 AFL season. Teams are taking away a contested type game style by chipping the ball around to create fatigue. In round six, we've seen Port Adelaide do that at a high rate, where St Kilda would have come into that game trying to create a contested type game style. So Port Adelaide chipped it around and therefore took away the Saints game style of a contested type game. Injuries are starting to impact. It's coming into team selection and obviously positional moves within teams. AFL debuts are declining. In round one, obviously it was going to be high. We did see 22 players make their AFL debut and that was players to see game time. So rounds two, we had four. Rounds three, we had five. Uh, Quite solid around four, we had six. Last two weeks, rounds five and six. Uh, We've gone down from four and now to a season low of three in round six. A total of zero late changes in round six. I can't even recall the last time we had zero in a round of football. Uh, Selection integrity is quite high, but still a very high majority want to see a return to Thursday night teams. So just a bit of background there. Again, zero in round six. The season average for 2021 is 2.5 late changes per round. And we went back to 2020 where rounds one to eight, it was an average of 4.4. So when the change was made to team announcements per night in 2020 due to COVID, so the night before, uh, dropped down to 2.2, so halved from the early part of the 2020 season. And just a little bit more background on that as well. 2019, the home and away season average was 4.9. So we've pretty much gone at half the amount of late changes Uh, what we are now in 2021 compared to what we were in 2019. So again, selection integrity is high. So we've seen a a massive reduction in late changes. But again, a high majority want to see Thursday night teams returned, which is only going to increase late changes. So it's interesting to see where people sit. And obviously, again, a high majority want to see Thursday night teams return. Okay, on to the nine games. GWS Giants versus Western Bulldogs. Five takeaways. GWS averaging 71.3 points per game this season, and that is ranked 16th. Western Bulldogs, number one team in the AFL for team disposals this season. They're going at an average of 410.5 per game. Uh, Jack McRae did see... Uh, plenty of the ball against the Giants on Friday night. 159 points for him. Lockie Ash, uh, the Giants did try and get the ball off the Bulldogs 
in their D50, and Lockie Ash was a, a major beneficiary of that, and he scored 146 points. So again, we did see the week before with Gold Coast, tried to hold the ball off um, the Bulldogs in their D50, and again in round six, uh, Lockie Ash, 146 points, uh, plenty of uncontested marks there in D50. Uh, Matt Flynn started uh, like a house on fire in the ruck for the Giants, uh, but yeah, really uh, fatigued there after, and yeah, just 29 points in the final three quarters there for Matt Flynn. Just some game notes there, Nick Kane's hamstring, he'll miss some time for the Giants. Timmy English draw, he's under concussion protocol for this week, so he'll miss round seven. He has been cleared of any draw damage. Lin Jong on his return from injury, has unfortunately seen another injury with a long-term hamstring issue there. So he requires surgery and he's out for an extended period. And Josh Dunkley was the major there one in fantasy. And he is to undergo a shoulder reconstruction uh, three to four months for Dunkley. So hopefully he can get back before finals. On to Geelong versus West Coast. Five takeaways. Geelong, season low. 55 uncontested marks conceded against the Eagles. West Coast, 261 team disposals in round six. That is an AFL season low. Uh, Mitch Duncan pretty much did as he pleased in this game. Uh, Seeing plenty of ball through the midfield there. 146 points for him. Jeremy Cameron was solid for the Cats on his debut with them, uh, 62 points. He was managed late in the game, however. And Tom Atkins has seen a move to a half-back role this season from his normal role of a small forward. And he is doing quite nicely. He scored 105 points. Just some game notes there. Mark O'Connor and Jake Kolodjasny, uh hamstring issues there for the Cats. And Jeremy McGovern, a groin issue there for the Eagles to Gold Coast versus Sydney. Five takeaways. Gold Coast averaged 108.3 uncontested marks in 2021. That is ranked one. And they had 103 versus Sydney in round six. Sydney season high 391 disposals. They are averaging 370.8 disposals in 2021. Callum Mills. As did see a centre bounce decline in round six, but the last two weeks without Dane Rampey, he's seen a lot of ball in the Swans D50, and he scored quite nicely for 142 points in round six. Errol Gordon, as the Swans form has started to decline a little bit, uh, Gordon has seen a decline in scoring, just 54 points for him, uh, pretty much playing small forward, half forward type role. So if the Swans... Uh, scoring and opportunities to start to dry up. You've got to think what type of impact it's going to have on Gordon. And Jai Farrar for the Suns. Uh, he was quite good. Uh, first three quarters, and he was 65 points. Uh, looked like he was going to pop up for another big score. Uh, it was quite in the last quarter, but yeah, he was quite decent in defence. Uh, pretty much matched up against Isaac Kenny uh, for the most of the game. And yeah, did a quite, quite a good job. And yeah, um, Suns uncontested mark team. And he uh, was able to get amongst that early, but a quiet last quarter as well. Just some gay notes there. Zach Smith, Stuart Dew did say prior to round six uh, that he was a potential to return to play. He was either looking at VFL or AFL. 
Um, he did not play AFL, so he is on the radar to return at some stage, so just keep a look out for that. And onto the Swans, George Hewitt, concussion protocol, will miss round seven. Nick Blakey have a leg cork. Uh, he did complete the game, but was under um, some duress there. And Sam Reed is out for a couple of weeks with a calf for the Swans. And yeah, Braden Campbell did come on as a sub. Uh, scored 48 points. Uh, was quite okay. But John Longmire today, uh, April 26. I wasn't too sure of his round seven prospects. And again, needed to take in some load management um, issues there for Braden Campbell and potentially one or two others in that Sydney team that are quite young. So we'll see how that plays out for team selection this week. On to Carlton versus Brisbane, five takeaways. Carlton plus 12.0 contested possessions in two wins this season. In their four losses, Average minus 11.0. Brisbane averaged 64 inside 50s in their last two games. Rounds 1 to 4, that was an average of 52.5. Devin Robertson did come in for the injured Jared Berry in round 6. And he was quite good uh, in the midfield there for Lions. I did see a little bit of midfield usage, but yeah, he was quite good. Got amongst some possessions there, 75 points again. And Patrick Cripps, quite day for Cripps. Uh, well held out of it for by the Lions. Uh, again, 69 points there. Liam Stocker uh, was showing good form in the VFL through midfield. Comes straight and the team goes into a back pocket type role, defence. Uh, it was quite good, but 40 points uh, wasn't a great return for fantasy. So we'll have to see how his role plays out. To some game notes there, Darcy Gardner into concussion protocol. Uh, he'll miss round seven. And the big one there, Lockie Neal, uh, injured his ankle in the first quarter. Finished the game unbelievably and is now out for approximately about eight weeks uh, after undergoing ankle surgery. So, yeah, uh, Outstanding effort to finish the game there, and he was actually quite good in the end. On to Melbourne versus Richmond, five takeaways. Melbourne recorded a season-high 449 disposals in round six against the Tigers. Richmond, their third quarters in 2020, they won 13 of 21 third quarters. It was a win percentage of 61.9%. Now, Damien Harwick has suggested, and it's... Pretty common knowledge that if the Tigers under a, under the pump in the first half in any game, they try to get the half time and try and make some adjustments and then go from there on in and come out in the second half and just take over the game. In 2021, that is not the case. In the third quarter for this season, just one one, so that's a return of 16.7 win percentage. So last year it was 61.9 and a massive decline this year. Only six games played, so really still a small sample size. But yeah, just the one third quarter one by the Tigers this season. On to Christian Salem. Uh, halfback role for the Demons. And yeah, quite nice return there at 141 points. So the Tigers do like to give up points across halfback to opposition teams. And yeah, Salem comes in for a nice score of 141 points. Christian Petrarca getting it done in the midfield for the Demons and obviously playing mid-forward role. Uh, very good start to the year again. 137 points for Petrarca. And Toby Dane Curvis has put a nice group of games together. 
and another solid return of 91 points there in round six. Just onto some game notes there for the Tigers. Uh, Kane Lambert got a calf issue, expected to miss two weeks. Dustin Martin in, in concussion protocol for round seven, so he will miss. Uh, Damien Harwick did say in his post-game presser that Martin had been experiencing some foot issues. So that's interesting to take note of uh, moving forward for the remainder of the year. Uh, Dion Prestia has had a setback with his calf, so that delays his comeback for by another couple of weeks. And in the VFL there, um, popular rookie uh, Hugo Ralph Smith uh, injured an ankle. He's questionable to play football this week, so that likely rules him out of a, any AFL action. On to Fremantle versus North Melbourne. Five takeaways. Fremantle have conceded an average of 102 uncontested marks from their last four games. North Melbourne. In their last two games, the Kangaroos have conceded 88 points per game. So in rounds 1-4, when they were getting torched, uh, that was 122.8 points per game that they conceded. So major shift there. So it, I did say on the podcast previously that that was unsustainable to, to concede that many points per game. And yeah, the Kangaroos started to hold the ball around half back. And uh, obviously, you start to reduce op- opposition scores. It uh, brings you into the game where you can potentially steal one one or two for the year for the Kangaroos. But yeah, uh, a massive decline in points conceded from the Kangaroos. So the Kangaroos' defences start to shore up. And you do that by hanging onto the ball across half back. Now, the player to benefit majorly from this is Jack Zebel. Good lord. Uh, so 170 points in round six for Zebel, and I can't see that changing. Obviously, not 170 points each week, but I can't see any of these high ceiling games going away anytime soon. Opposition teams are unlikely to put any um, time into him because he's just taking it from kickouts. He's um, taking marks across half back. So yeah, uh, I think that's a great opportunity for the remainder of the season, especially for those in season long fantasy. If you're looking at Zebel. Uh, yeah, I think he's an automatic. I said last week in the podcast with Jep, I thought he was a smash play, and yeah, good lord, 170 points. Certainly was. On to Nat 5. I uh, did see a really big um, bump in centre bounce usage in round 6 against the Kangaroos. Uh, so Adam Cherry goes out of the team, and 5 in the middle at a high rate, 107 points for Nat 5. And rookie Tom Power, a great return, 102 points. Uh, he can win the ball with ease. So I don't think uh, his scores will decline anytime soon. Uh, it's getting a decent look in the midfield for the Kangaroos. So uh, quite nice return there. Again, 102 points for Tom Power. And just some game notes there. Uh, Brennan Cox did injure an ankle late in that game, was subbed out for the Dockers. On to Hawthorne versus Adelaide. Five takeaways. Hawthorne, season low, 6.0 disposals per inside 15 around 6. A season average of 8.1, so a season high of 8.1. That's pretty much slow ball movement. That is ranked 18th in the AFL for the Hawks. So, yeah, 6.0 was quite efficient for the Hawks. Adelaide exceeded an equal season high 61 inside 50s in round six. It was a great debut from Rolly Filthorpe. Uh, Scored 94 points. And he kicked five goals. 
yeah, it was a fa- uh, pretty impressive effort. Uh, started a bit scratchy with a couple of turnovers, but yeah, he got into it really good and, and scoring rate was quite quite high. So uh, good good start for Riley Philthorpe. On to uh, the Crows midfield and Ben Keys. Uh, obviously, with Rory Sloan going out of the team, he's seen a spike in centre-bounds usage and he has taken over in that midfield of the Crows. Uh, it's fantastic after his move from Brisbane. And, yeah, massive return for 156 points for Ben Keyes. And Lockie Scholl, after a great few weeks for Lockie Scholl, he did struggle to find the ball in round six at uh, Utah Stadium. So, yeah, slow slow return for Scholl, 61 points only. On to Collingwood versus Essendon. Five takeaways. Collingwood are conceding a league-worst 104.8 average uncontested marks in 2021. Essendon conceded a season low 43 inside 50s in round six. A season average of 57.5 as ranked 17th. So, yeah, the Bombers do let the ball inside 50, uh, but just shows you how poor Collingwood are going this season with an undermanned midfield. Uh, they could only get it in there 43 times. So, yeah, pretty poor return for the Magpies, but uh, good effort there from the Bombers in a nice win. On to Darcy Parish, obviously with Caldwell and Shield going out a few weeks ago, uh, the one to benefit most was likely going to be Darcy Parish, and he has produced some nice scores. Now, he scored 150 points against the Magpies in round six, but we need to take note here is that uh, if you didn't like Parish before this week, uh, it's too late, you can't get the 150 points, uh, because that's all said and done. So, and that's because Collingwood are just getting absolutely torched through that midfield. Uh, some numbers that they are conceding are just through the roof. So, Parrish scores 150 points. Fantastic return. One player to see a big return. Also in round six for the Bombers was Dyson Heppel, 142 points. Obviously, he's moved back to a half-back role this year, and he just went off against the Magpies, yeah. And again, Collingwood are just conceding um, a lot of ball, uh, setting uncontested marks, a lot of disposals, and yeah, uh, some players are putting up some big numbers against the Magpies this year. On to Finn McRae, uh, last week on his debut, he was quiet for, the, for pretty much the first three quarters, and in round six, uh, it was pretty much quiet for the whole game. So he just sits in that half-forward zone, and it's it's pretty much a death zone for you know, players trying to hit a ceiling game in fantasy. So hopefully somewhere in the upcoming period that Nathan Buckley can put him in the midfield because he can win the ball at a very high rate. So uh, long term, uh, for those uh, playing draft and keeper and, and dynasty top leagues, Finn McRae should provide a good uh, fantasy career. But yeah, in the short term, once he's still sitting at half forward there, you're going to see some low scores. Onto some game that's there for the Bombers. Aaron Francis injured his ankle, was subbed out of the game, so that's just one to keep an eye out for uh, for the Bombers. Onto Port Adelaide versus St Kilda. Port Adelaide recorded an AFL high 138 uncontested marks in round six. As I mentioned off the top of the podcast, uh, they, they just hang on to the ball uh, against the Saints. They didn't want to play a contested type game and yeah Ken Hinkley said as much and that's what they did and they executed it perfectly so yeah an AFL high 138 uncontested marks in round six and that obviously um, goes straight into the Saints yeah so Port Adelaide if they're chipping it around uh, guess what St Kilda aren't getting the ball whatsoever 
311 disposals for the Saints and pretty much a trash hit from the Saints and they've been quite poor pretty much for the for most of the season. Uh, round one was okay and Eagles second half was pretty solid but other than that they've yeah, been very very poor. Uh, got some major injury issues there so and some impact in the ruck there with Marshall and Wright as well so that's bit of a poor start for the season for the Saints so hopefully they can pick it up for the remainder of the year and stay in finals contention. Uh, on to Dan Houston from Port Adelaide. Uh, he was a test ride up until game time uh, as Ken Hinkley did say in his post game presser. He tested out his shoulder and he had a wide range of movement so they allowed him to play so yeah that's how close it got for Dan Houston. My thoughts were that if he's got a shoulder concern, he's going to sit at half back and just take those uncontested marks. And that wasn't the case. He was straight in the midfield. And yeah, 127 points, great return. And obviously benefited uh, from the power taking a lot of uncontested marks. So yeah, again, 127 points, great return. Onto his AFL debut, Martin Frederick, uh, straight into a half back role, and he was actually fantastic. Scored 70 points. Uh, if he's going to stick in that role there, he's going to be fantasy friendly. As we know, a halfback role can be. So, yeah, fantastic debut for Martin Frederick. And he looked pretty comfortable. Got some speed on the ball. So I think Ken Hinkley would like that for sure. And just the last one there, Roman Marshall did return from a foot concern the week prior. He was managed in round five, came back in round six, and scored quite nicely, 124 points. Just on some game notes there, Brad Hill for the Saints had an Achilles issue, and he'll be test for round seven. And Jake Carlow was assessed for an ankle injury during the game. Okay, Monday nights is this solo podcast. I'll go through a review of the previous round of football. And on Tuesday nights, uh, Japan and I will go in for the AFL Fantasy Classic season podcast. Podcast will drop on Monday night for the solo pod and late on Tuesday nights for the dual podcast. Okay, that's it for episode 78. Uh, Thanks for tuning in.